Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, final hour. Henry Lake in for Chad Hartman. Jason DeRussia. Dan Cook up next. Drive time with DeRussia. Also, by the way, and uh, Rusty just mentioned this, that with the news of... Lindsey Whalen being out as head coach at the University of Minnesota women's uh, basketball program. We will carry a portion of the 3 o'clock press conference live. We will carry a portion of the 3 o'clock press conference live. So stay tuned to that. All right, I got to tell you guys about a little situation I had yesterday. This time yesterday, I was at the Mall of America. And I have to tell you guys, I was disappointed in my visit there. So, everybody knows that the mall in 2022 had a few incidents. The most notable and big incident was the situation, because there were three, okay, there was the situation, tragic situation over the holidays at the end of the year where there was an altercation inside of Nordstrom. A gun is pulled out. Someone is murdered right there in the store. National news. Terrible situation. Terrible situation. Let's go back to earlier in the year at the Ball of America. There was a situation where there was some sort of words or something had occurred there at the Nike store. Because I was there that day. I was there that day in less than 30 minutes after me leaving the Nike store. There, this incident occurred, and I guess a, there was a gunshot. Okay? Nike store. And then I want to say less than a month after that, there was a guy, and this guy didn't shoot or or anything like that. But remember there was a guy that was just like walking around with a weapon? Yeah, that was directly after that. Yeah, that was right yeah. after that. And I'm like, dude, what are you thinking? And yeah, he wasn't thinking. So you had three incidents in 2022, one of them fatal, okay, to finish off the year. And everybody's talking about security and wanting to feel safe. And security being better at the Mall of America. Okay. Are you a frequent shopper at the Mall of America? 
Uh, no, I am not. I'm okay, once every few years. Okay, all right. So, so and, and I like to go out there because there's certain things out there. And when I say I like to go out there, I'm talking about go out there four to five times a year. Okay, um, I'm not going out there every week. I'm not going out there every month. Four to five times a year because there are things in stores out there that have stuff that you just can't find anywhere else. It's yep. the it's the Mall of America for Christ's sakes. Okay. But I went to the mall for the first time this year yesterday. This same exact time yesterday. And I was disappointed. And I'm going to tell you why I was disappointed. So I parked my car. I'm going to Nordstrom. And I get into Nordstrom, right? I get into Nordstrom. I'm walking over. And then over right where the... um. You walk past the shoes because I didn't walk through the mall. I, I went to one of the, the doors where you just go directly into Nordstrom. Yes. Okay. So I walk right directly into Nordstrom and I walk past the shoes. And then right kind of when you get to the middle, there's the, the escalators. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so right on the other side of the escalators, there was a, a police officer. Okay. He's, he's standing there protecting. Okay, and surveying everything and looking around or whatever, I walk right past them. Okay, I wasn't disappointed that there was a police officer because I wanted a police officer there, right? That police officer's presence made me made me understand or think that, yeah, they they're looking to to up the level of security here. The level of security, though, is massively short of what it should be, though. I'm not trying to be disrespectful to Bloomington Police. I'm not trying to be uh, disrespectful to Mall of America security. But logistically, I have an issue with that setup. Good to have that police officer there. Awesome. When I walked into that Nordstrom door though there was nothing stopping me from being an insane person with a weapon there was nothing to deter anyone from the moment you walk in that door of doing anything to harm someone I would have and and this is this is just a hypothetical okay If I wanted to, if I had something, a weapon, and I would have got stopped until I got all the way in. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I feel feel a little bit like I'm a little bit let down because I was expecting to be, I don't want to say like strip searched, but I was expecting some level of heightened security. And I don't think that one police officer standing in the middle of Nordstrom is that. I mean, that's most places in the world, though, right? We live in a a society that runs more on common good and people helping each other. Most places in the world didn't have a person get murdered in the middle of a a shopping center. Yes, yes. That is is already known as as a soft target for terrorism, okay? Forget about just domestic stuff. We're talking about just worldly stuff. Like, it's on the radar. 
They they have they have mm. a police station underneath the mall. So uh, yeah, so I suppose what is uh, are you a proponent then of metal detectors of um... my pro- my proponent is this that if we are going to have people that are going to if we're talking about heightened security, what does heightened security look like? I I mean I don't know I mean that more officers I suppose and more checks. It was it would start with more officers. Yeah, but it would also start with the checks. I now now I don't know that in a world where we have less police officers than what we did have before the pandemic I'm I, I'm not trying to be naive and suggest that there should be a police officer at every single door that's that's probably not that's just not feasible okay it's just not that's that's not being rational but man I went into a place that was the scene of the crime, and I just was surprised. Maybe maybe it's just me that I was just caught off guard by it. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I just don't know exactly how much more you can do. Also, you know, textures are making the point of there's maybe some undercover people around. There's there's enhanced non-visible things that are going on there, monitoring that sort of sort of thing. But yeah, I mean, in the moment, it may not look like it. Yeah, but but and I get that I, I get that part about it, and I'm and I and I think that's a great point by the texture about there's probably other layers of security that you just aren't aware of. Mm-hmm. That's a great point by the texture. But what I but I guess I, I guess the thing that I'm concerned about though is the level of at what at how far a person can get into an actual store if they have a a a, a weapon hidden and just cause chaos and confusion yeah i mean we've seen though these things happen where somebody comes in with a weapon and there are those checks at the doors and they don't really make much of a difference anyway right we've seen where certain you know school office school police officers where the shooting happens at a school well you just do something about it at the door and then they get in deeper into the store so but that's 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 a that's a failure that's a failure on the that's a failure on the school if that happens if you have a if you have a, a uh, an RSO mm-hmm. that's checking people at the door and there's still something that happens within the confines of the school, yeah. Th- y- well, that I mean, but that does happen everywhere. Agreed. So I mean, what it, do we need to make it perfect? Or no, but what no, what I'm saying is, is that is that that happens. You're you're 100 correct. But when that happens, you have to note that there is a massive failure there. You have to you have to note mm. that we we just don't we just don't I mean that's a human error there. Well, you, that just, also you, comes, you, just, you just don't say well it just happens. Well, that also comes down to staffing though, right? It may be agreed, it's one agreed. officer who's checking and a I thousand that. students, right? Yeah. So uh, again, and I, that's a, another staffing thing where you can't be at every door. So yeah, I mean, I guess what is you know we have what is the solution here? Is it is it? I guess the overarching point that I'm trying to make is I thought that I was going to go to the Mall of America and feel safer. Yes, and I didn't. Yes. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that I'm never going to shop there because, of course, I'm going to shop there. I'm I'm not a person that lives in fear like that, okay? I come to downtown Minneapolis. There are some people that were screaming two years ago, I'm never coming to downtown Minneapolis. You lied. People are starting to come back down to downtown Minneapolis, okay? I, I'm not fearful of, of going to the mall. I'm not fearful of going to... Uh, the mall of, uh, to to downtown Minneapolis. I'm not fear of the North Loop or anything. I'm from North. I'm from North Minneapolis, so I'm, I I don't believe in living in fear like that. What well, what is the phrase that the, 
I'm not a sh- I'm a lion, not a sheep. Yeah, which is a dumb anyway, but but you get my point. I'm not afraid. But I guess my point is that I thought I was going to feel much safer and so and see maybe a level of heightened security. Be- because let's be honest, some people seeing a heightened security, it deters them. Yeah. Well, and that was going to kind of be my point. Is it more important for you to see those security measures and feel safer? Say, theoretically, you are safer when you're not seeing them. Say, theoretically, there are these systems in place, this extra monitoring. No, I feel safer when safe. I see them. So you feel – Absolutely. And, and that is more important Absolutely. than and, – and, and I'm not a person that that is naive to think that there aren't undercover people that are kind of walk. I, I worked at the Mall of America going back many years ago when when the Mall of America was just was brand new. I was like a co- you know college kid just trying to make some money, and so yeah, I I totally get that. But I'm just saying, I was like I was like looking around like and and trust me, I understand. Maybe two o'clock um, on a Wednesday, and it's not very busy. Maybe they'll be a little bit more relaxed. Also, maybe. yeah, uh, I mean these these events I believe all happened on. Am, am I wrong? Did they all happen on weekends? May, I may be wrong on that. I, my memory seems to think that they happen on weekends, but now I'm not so sure. Do you recall? <laughs> no, I, I don't either. I don't. I don't. Recall. So I don't want to. I don't want to spread false information. I'm not actually sure on that. <laughs> All right, six five one four six one nine two two six. Coming up next. Why are we more frustrated and upset these days with the inaccuracy of weather predictions? We'll get to that next. Henry Lake in for Chad Hartman. All right, people. I think that we got to relax on being so upset with our meteorologists nowadays. We are so angry these days. We are so upset with the inaccuracy of weather predictions. And look, I'm not sitting here and trying to take up for meteorologists in a business where we, I mean, we take the information that they give us and those predictions, and we plan based on that. Like when we put together travel plans and we see what the weather's supposed to be or we think it's going to be, that's how we, that's how we, we prepare for it, right? We, we, and I get being frustrated and upset when the snow thing it wasn't the storm of the century, and we closed down schools, and people had to do this and that to cover. And I, you know, I child, you know, uh, child care. I totally get that. Okay, that's that's a, that's different. Okay, I totally get that. But there were even people here the last couple of days who are upset we didn't get three inches on Tuesday night. I'm like, calm down, calm down. Even if the prediction is way off, that the weather ends up being more favorable for us. We find ourselves upset. That part I don't get. I mean, I it's just so – I don't understand why people get – the variables are so crazy in meteorology. The amount of different inf- – This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Information that goes into these forecasts. The fact that we know anything at all about what it's going to be like tomorrow is crazy when you really get down to thinking about it and understanding what how this weather works. I'm no expert. I'm far from an expert. But just in my passing time of, of talking to different meteorologists in news and talking to different people that do this, the variables are crazy. I just, I might get a little bit like, man, they said it was supposed to be really cold today. If it's not cold, then so be it. I, I benefit. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a little bit warmer. Take your sweater off. I'm never going to get enraged and upset where, where I'm ready to cuss out the, the local weather man or woman. Because the temperature was not what it was yeah. thought to be. Yeah. Or oh, you didn't get it. You, we, we got two inches, but we didn't get four. Who cares? Uh, yeah. It, there's that, so that many things that you? you can be upset about in this life. There are so many easy, trivial things that you can just be like, oh, man, I, I'm mad about that today. I love that. I love getting mad about dumb things. Weather is not one of those things that ever really gets to me, and I I, I don't understand the mindset of being that upset about these things. I mean, obviously, this comes Do you in, check the weather every day? Every day. Oh, you do check do. the weather every day? I do. Yep, I check it every day. I can't say that I do, because i got to be honest. Outside of work, because we, we do weather for work, right? Yeah. So, so, like, when we're on the clock, of course, we're paying attention to the weather. But it's not something to where, like, I mean, on weekends, there's days where I just wake up and I look out the window and I'm like, okay. Uh, it's it's snowing. It's just I didn't anticipate that. It's so easy today with the phones and the weather apps and all of these things to take two seconds and go, okay, that's what it's supposed to be like today. That it's just it's a habit, I guess. It's just very convenient. If I had to do more than open my phone and click a button, then maybe I wouldn't. Maybe I'd just look out the window. But I do check every day because of that. Yeah. All right. Coming up next, I'm not sure that you guys are as concerned as I am about this next story. Uh, You probably are, though. All of these recent near misses at airports got me concerned. And I'm a scary flyer to begin with. We get to that next Henry Lake Inn for Chad Hartman. I have mentioned this several times before. I'm not the best on airplanes. I get on flights um, like anybody else. But I'm nervous on takeoff, and I'm a little bit – I'm better on landing than takeoff. This is such an unnatural feeling when you're taking off. Um, and once you get up there and you're settled and you're kind of leveled off, okay, it's, it's fine. 
little bit of turbulence. Okay, I'm a headache. All right? So that's kind of like my experience with flying. I fly, and I fly plenty, but I'm never going to be relaxed. Okay? I'm never going to be a relaxed guy. I'm always going to be an uneasy flyer. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to this and everything that's been happening here the last few weeks, but what's up with all these near misses? With these these planes that are landing and almost landing on top of one another or, or, or one's taken off. And a, I, that's scary as heck to me. And the latest one just happened here in Boston. A JetBlue pilot had to take evasive action while landing at Boston's Logan International Airport when another aircraft craft, excuse me, crossed an intersecting runway. The FAA said the close call occurred about 7 p.m. Monday when the pilot of a Learjet 60 took off without clearance as a JetBlue flight was preparing to land on an intersecting runway, according to the FAA's preliminary review. An air traffic controller instructed the pilot of the Learjet to line up and wait on one runway while the JetBlue Flight landed on another. The Learjet pilot read back the instructions clearly, but began a takeoff roll instead. That was Boston. There was also one from about a week ago, or so week week and a half ago, where it uh, a plane almost collided with a FedEx plane. And where did you say that was again? Uh, somewhere in Texas. I'm okay, that exactly was somewhere sure. in Texas. Okay, I, I saw it initially when it, when it came out because they got footage of that. Did you see the footage of it? I did not. So oh, no. I'm, I'm not going oh boy. to. No, thank you. I'm also a nervous flyer. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna look at that if I don't have to. All right, so you're the perfect person to have this conversation with. How did all of this make you feel? Now, 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 now. Do I think it's a rarity that these uh, things happen? Yes, but in a short span of time. There's too many of these actions happening. Here's the thing for me. There is nothing in this world that is going to make me feel better about flying. There just isn't. I can rationally say millions of flights a day, whatever the number is. I do the same thing. Me and you are the same. All of these things, clearly nothing is going to happen. Doesn't matter. When I when I get up there and I I feel a little bit of turbulence or they're banking it to the right or they're banking it to the left, I'm like, straighten out, man. Straighten out for me. Yeah, look at the flight attendants. Oh, they're they're fine, you know, they know everything that's going on. No, I I I hate every second of it. So for me at least, I guess there's not much that's gonna feel better about it, but there's not much that's gonna make me feel too much worse either. Mm. I already am gonna be terrified. There's nothing that's gonna really get me unterrified and then back to terrified. So I don't know. I, I, I guess the positive from it is they're misses, right? We haven't had any, you know, accidents from from these things happening. The the pilots, at least some of the most of the pilots, are aware of what's going on. Have these computers figure out? Okay, something's a little bit off. I'm gonna, you know, adjust. There there have not been any of these these accidents, but for me, it just doesn't affect me because I'm already terrified. I already hate it. Yeah, I just. We, we talk about in any profession, we talk about, you know, professionalism. 
this scares the heck out of me. That when you see people um, like this Learjet pilot that just, come on, man. You read back the instructions, but you didn't wait. Like, that's scary as heck to me. And according to this Associated Press article, it says, The close call at Logan is the latest near-miss involving commercial aircraft in the past few months. There was one at JFK in New York in January, a second in Austin in February, and a third off the coast of Hawaii in December. So think about that. That's four. That's four right there. JFK, Austin, Texas, Hawaii, and now this one in Boston. And my next question then comes down to, has this been happening all the time and we just don't hear about it? Is you know are are these things more common than we think, and they just aren't reported in the media? And now all of a sudden there were a couple, and so okay, we're going to report more. It's like the you know the train derailments that are that are going on. There have always been a ton of train derailments. We just never saw it in the media because it just wasn't a big deal to most people. Is this a similar thing? Maybe I don't know. The the fact again, the fact that there are so few crashes doesn't necessarily that mean there aren't few close calls. You know, quote unquote. Oh, for sure. It's, it's almost like when I was um, speaking with Spike Moss about gun violence uh, about like three – was it three weeks ago? And, you know, one of the things that he brought up, which I th- thought was a great point that he said to the young people is, you know, oftentimes you guys hear about people your age dying. That's easy for you to grasp. But how about you grasp this? What about that hospital and doctor's bill – when you're shot and that wound has to recover, whether you're paralyzed, whether you lose an organ, you have to have surgery. I mean, like, you'll never be whole again. Yeah. So, you know, you got to factor all of that in, too. You know, it's kind of the same type of thought process about that. But, yeah, I just, I don't know, man. It's I'm with you. I'm always nervous anyway. Now I'm going to be more nervous. Because I don't trust the air traffic controllers. Well, you were saying, I guess it wasn't the, the air traffic. Yeah, it wasn't the Not air traffic Not in that one instance, in that but one. what about the other yeah, three? No, yeah, you're right. <laughs> what about the other three? I just don't want to throw them all under the bus here. That one, at least, was uh, we know it was the pilot's issue. I am a big plane guy in terms of, like, the bigger the plane, oh yeah, the better I feel. Yep. Because you, you feel less. Yep. But have you ever been on a prop plane? I would not go on a prop <laughs> plane. I'm that bad. I would not. No, no chance. Yeah, I mean, I don't like even still big jet planes that are a little bit smaller, you know, two rows, two rows, but they're still jets. I don't even like that. Uh, so, no, you could not pay me to get on a prop plane. You sure? Not a dollar well, amount? Okay, there's a do- of course there's a dollar amount. There's a dollar amount for most things in life. There is a dollar amount. I don't know what it is off the top of my head. Yeah, we, we can all be bought. Like, I say that there's no amount of, uh, well, I'm not going to say that there's no amount of money that you could offer me to get me on a, uh, a small. I've been on a prop plane before, though. Not, not a true prop. I'm not talking about, like, back what uh, Hogan's Heroes type. Yeah. I'm not saying that. I'm talking about, but the, the, the ones where you have the little small propellers. They're, I mean, but they're, yeah. like, new school. They're, like, new age. Yeah, they're still new planes. They're yeah. Just, yeah, they're just prop. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that that's kind of scary. And I think the smallest plane that I've ever been on was a two-row um, plane where, and most most 
airplanes are two rows. Yeah. But I'm talking about like where there's only like one person next to you. Not 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 like three people in your row. No, that's what I'm saying. That's that's yeah. the smallest I've been on. And that even that it's there's still jets. From like St. Louis. Yeah, yes. they're still jets. Still jets, but regional I'm jets. still like, oh man, the I don't regional know about jets. That. Which are again, so very safe. I'm aware. I know how how safe, you know, flying is safer. What is it? Uh, getting on a plane and air travel is safer than driving to the airport. That's the statistic that's always thrown out there. I know that. Doesn't matter. I will say this. There was one time when I was leaving a wedding in Detroit to come back to Minneapolis. This plane was uh, one of the jumbo ones, mm-hmm. and it was brand new, brand new. Beautiful. Let me say this right now. I felt nothing. It was, it, I think for one time in my life, I was on a flight where I felt nothing. I don't know if it was just the, how big it was, but it was like, are we on the ground still? Yeah. It, it had that feeling like, I hear things are, you know, it my sounds like. popping. Yeah, yeah things and are I, happening. And, and the other thing with me is that um, I don't open the shade. That's what I was going to ask. Are you, uh, are you a window guy? Are you an aisle I'm a guy? Window guy. Does it matter? I'm a, no, no, no. I'm a window yeah. guy, but I don't mess with the shade. Yeah. I don't because I don't want to. I don't know, man. See the ground fall it's, away from you. It's just, it's just yeah. the height. Yes. So hey, so when you guys see me walking past you in the airport, don't give me grief. Just roll with your boy. Yep. Give him a buy him a nice cocktail before the flight. How about that? Do you have to have a drink when you get on the flight? Uh, I don't. I I, I seldom. I never do. To be honest with you, I, I do not always, but I, I do. As in on the flight, or are you talking about like in the at the bar before the flight? Oh. So it depends. I'm I'm also because uh, wait, do they even do alcohol on the flights? They do. Still? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, I I have a very nice doctor who uh, who I went to and and maybe helped me uh, through prescription uh, be a little bit more comfortable on planes. I got you. All right, coming up next in the final segment. Uh, this one, hey, they say you got to save the best for last. This next story is the definition of what I call a true hero. Henry Lake in for Chad Hartman. Jason DeRusha, Dan Cook, they're up next. It's the Linda's Construction Time Check. Time to get 50% off installation labor on LeafGuard brand gutters at 250 Jason DeRusha, drive time with DeRusha. He and Dan Cook are next. I've been hanging out here with Charlie Weiss and for Chad Hartman. Chad is back on Monday. But I I got to finish the show with this great story and just salute this, this doctor for just being a phenomenal human being. A Philadelphia doctor took matters into his own hands, or more accurately, his own feet, to get an organ donation to a patient on time. This from Fox 29 in Philadelphia. Dr. Adam Bodson, a surgeon at Jefferson Hospital in Center City, was scrubbed and ready uh, to perform a liver transplant last fall when he learned that the vehicle transporting the organ was stuck in traffic. To make the situation more difficult, roads surrounding the hospital were nearly impassable due to thousands of runners participating in the Philadelphia Marathon. But the doctor, quote, we tried every which way to get them across. The driver talked to multiple police officers about potential access points. Unfortunately, 
Despite that, the driver was unable to get across. Still dressed in his white lab coat and and scrubs, Dr. Botson ran for half a mile, weaving between marathon runners to retrieve the liver his 66-year-old patient desperately needed. Quote, I had flagged down a police officer before I crossed the marathon, thankfully, who agreed to drive me back if I can get the liver. I think people are probably looking at me a little bit more odd carrying the box through. Charles Rowe, the patient who was prepped and ready for surgery that day, had no idea about Dr. Bodzin uh, making the run for it until the day after his successful operation. Mr. Rowe says this. He's amazing. He's a really amazing doctor. He went beyond the call of duty. I guess he has a cape on under that white jacket. That's great, too. Like, if that doesn't make your day, I don't know what will. And I find myself, first off, thanks so much to that doctor, loving and caring about that patient enough to do what he did. Because that is going above and beyond. I think that one of the things that I have done more of since COVID and the pandemic is I try to find a moment every single day, typically in the evening, where I can smile and have fun watching something, anything involving either an animal a puppy, a and a little kid. So, like when when I'm on Instagram, a lot of times I'll share these reels of like these little kids that are doing like the most adorable things ever, or I'll see like the the um, what's the name of the um, the animal site that posts a lot of the stories. I don't know uh, animals. Dodo. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I think you might be, I think it's yeah, called like the dodo or something like that, right? Bird of some kind. Yes. So, so I just love looking at these stories of about rescuing dogs and I've never owned a pet in my life, never owned a pet, never even thought about owning a dog, a cat or anything. I would not be surprised in the next couple of years. I, I have a, um, a dog. I'm dead serious. Like, That's one thing out of this whole, like, when you're hunkered down and you're by yourself. In in the pandemic, you look and you want to see stuff, or I'm just speaking for myself. I love these these stories. I love these videos about, you know, rescuing these dogs. And I love these adorable little videos of little kids. Maybe it's because I don't have any children, and maybe it's because I don't have a pet. Yeah, you, so maybe you I only get see on the that. upside. So maybe yeah. I should get on that. They only uh, they only post the bright news about the uh, the pets and the children. But none they're terrible. The, uh, one day, can you get them back though? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, none of the none of the diarrheas or any of those fun things are shown generally. I'll just go ahead. Videos. I'll have the kid. Me and whoever will have the kid, and then whoever. the mo- yeah, and just and just yeah. I mean, I mean, Rihanna's having kids. I might you know everybody's yeah, having you know, kids, whoever. but Henry like is. The day that the the kid takes me off. I'll just call Dan Cook and be like, Dan, I, you know, I got, a, I got a present for you. I got a little knucklehead. I, yeah. I, can you look after this little one for like three or four days, and I'll get back to you, bro. I just want you to take care of all of the annoying and bad parts, and I will be there for the fun things. 
you know what's so what's so funny too is I'm talking about these adorable videos and how it makes you feel and puts you in, in a good place. And I talk about this story from Fox 29. Mm. What is the hoodie that he has on right now? What, what, is, what does it say on Dan Cook's hoodie? Dan Cook has a hoodie that says, be kind. Be kind. Be kind. Uh, Dr. – what's his name again? Adam Bodzin, I salute you, sir. Thank you for being the hero that you are, not just because you're a phenomenal doctor, but because you went in above and beyond in trying to help out one of your own patients. Imagine that. He can't get the liver on time because of a marathon, and he says, I am going to run through and dive into the marathon. That's crazy. All right, coming up next, we have Jason DeRussia and Dan Cook. It's drive time with DeRussia. They are coming up next. And also, a quick reminder for everybody out there listening, we will be carrying a portion of the 3 o'clock press conference live. Golden Gopher basketball, the story of the day, Lindsey Whalen out as the head coach of the women's program, she has resigned a portion of that press conference coming up next year on The Good Neighbor. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 